Hi guys, we're your hosts Jillian and Kaylin, and this is Teach Me How to Adult, a podcast on all the things you never learned growing up, like how to buy a home, manage stress, crush your love life, land your dream job, and how to love yourself more, because we could all be a little kinder to ourselves. We're still figuring out how to get our shit together, so we're calling in the experts and the hustlers for some real talk and legit tips on how to live your best life. Adulting isn't easy, but we got you. Hi friends, welcome to this week's quickie, our super fast take on all the adulting things that matter to you. Today we are talking about something that all of us will go through at some point in our lives and that's how to find yourself again after a big life change. Because as they say, change is the only constant and we feel that. It truly, truly is between like motherhood and parenting, breakups, divorce, moving, graduating, career pivots, there are so many big shifts that can leave us feeling really, really lost and just like not Mm -hmm. knowing our place in each new chapter. So whether it was a change that you brought on yourself or something that happened to you unexpectedly and you had no control over, both of those can involve like different processes for getting through them. But getting back to being you after a turbulent change is equally hard no matter what's going on in your life. Yeah. But also... It does open up the doors to examine who you want to be because honestly, every change is just like a chance to recalibrate. You're so right. Think about any time you've gone through any hardship in your life, like how that's changed you and made you stronger and made you hopefully a better person coming out of it. And I mean, I feel this to my core right now because I've gone through two really big changes, both within a four-month span of each other from entering motherhood and moving across the country. And I mean, both of those were my decisions, so there's no pity party here. They were in my control, but it still fucking rocked me to go through those things. And I mean, we're going to talk about that in this episode, but... I think for me, like when I thought of a new mom, I was like, okay, no sleep, baby's crying, like your life changes a little bit, but I didn't understand the actual like chemical aspect of it. And there's actually a term that explains what happens to you when you enter motherhood, which was really healing for me to understand. And it's called, I think, either matricence or matricence. And according to Cambridge Dictionary, it's the actual developmental phase of entering motherhood and it's just like adolescence so your hormones are surging your body changes you're having this like identity crisis and your relationships are shifting it's like a completely new phase of stepping into this new identity that is literally like what you go through as a teenager so I've basically hit puberty for the second time which is super fun and your voice has been cracking a lot I will say true it's true so there you go but I'm just so excited to talk about this because I've obviously gone through a lot it reminds me of that like meme or TikTok that you sent me where the voiceover is like you got to get back to being yourself sis like not not mom you not wife you but like you you just you and I loved that because that is at the essence of this like you have changed and that's so normal because that is what being a mom or that is what being, you know, a new wife or whatever those things are, mm-hmm. they're going to intrinsically mean there's change. But you're also allowed to carve out space to figure out like, okay, but who do I want to just be with me? Not not yes. defined by everything else, but just me. And I think that's what a lot of people struggle with. 100%. But there's a whole process to feeling like yourself again. Yeah. And it starts with accepting that things are different. And allowing yourself to like grieve your past self because life is full of transitions and each of those really require letting go. We might feel grief for like abandoned goals or like freedom we used to have or for like a health or a body we took for granted. And Mm -hmm. even if you're on a path that you chose, it's okay to feel all of that. And it's okay to feel grief and to be like struggling to step into this new 
new part of your life. Don't judge yourself for that because you're changing shapes and you're making room for a new version of yourself. But it can be really, really like destabilizing through that process. So let yourself feel and process how much has changed and the parts that you miss and honor who you used to be and who you're becoming. And it's okay if those are two different things. And just remember that just because life might be different than what you expected before all of these changes happened doesn't mean it won't be amazing. Different doesn't mean bad. I think a lot of the mm-hmm. times we think it does, but this this differing life that you're entering or this new chapter, it can be amazing when you kind of stop resisting it. Yeah, that acceptance acceptance piece is really key because I think we naturally try to fight it but as soon as you like accept it and let go it is so you feel so much weight being lifted off your shoulders because you're like okay maybe I can't do all the things that I used to be able to do but that's okay and once you've accepted and even grieved this change it's the fun part it's time to dream and this is where you can visualize who you want to be in this new chapter and I think this is like the biggest biggest aspect of pivoting out of a tough life change because while you're trying to feel like yourself again really picture who you want yourself to even be in this new phase so we've talked about visualizing a lot on this podcast so it's basically if you don't know it's just sitting down and you know really getting deep and honest with yourself about who it is you want to be what that person looks like what they do like what their day-to-day is like who they surround themselves with all the things and it's picturing yourself in that state it's you believing the line and believing that that's happening and that it's possible and that you're becoming that exactly if you're starting a new job and you're getting a little bit nervous about it like visualize how you want to show up when you walk in the door on that first day or when you log into zoom if you're working from home (laughs) let's (laughs) be be honest (laughs) let's be honest and you know really become that person you want to be in this next chapter of your life but it's not just about visualizing once you've like pictured all of that and imagined it and and understood what you want now you have to make an action plan based on that it's just a dream is just a dream until you fucking do something about it (laughs) (laughs) inspirational quotes brought to you by teach me how to adult (laughs) but it's true I felt like I don't know so many changes happened in my life in the last few years that I don't think I really gave time and space and attention to to like stabilize from between Mm -hmm. like having a really big breakup of a really important relationship and changes in my family and my friend group big career pivots and it can create such an identity crisis really like that's a lot of I think at the crux of like what people struggle with when they have a big change I'd always defined myself so much by my job and when I switched Mm -hmm. out of the magazine industry there's nights where I would go out with my friends and we'd, we'd meet people and they'd be like, what do you do? And I would in real time have a fucking identity crisis. I'd be like, I must, I, I do things. I make things for people. Like I was losing it because I hadn't oh, no. figured out who I wanted to be in this new yeah. chapter of my career. And I was so used to being in a relationship. Like I don't even know myself outside of a relationship. This is so foreign to me. So it can just mm-hmm. create an absolute crisis. So I had to take a bit of time, especially actually this fall, to figure out who does this new me, who is newly single, freelance, entrepreneurial, a paired back friend group, who does this person want to be? Because like the default might be like lonely, scattered, overworked, burnt out, unfulfilled. Or I can find the version of myself that I am excited to be on the other side of these changes and I can make a plan for that. And so I'm trying, I have by no means figured it out, but like I've tried to have one activity planned for each day that like aligns with who I envision I want to be after all these changes. So that's like 
reaching out to X amount of, of people every week that I want to reconnect with to fill some of that void that I feel because I want to be a social person who's always doing things and going out and, and I'm not being that person. So, okay, plan is in place. Getting out of the house more, doing more physical activity in like class settings, like spin and yoga and stuff like that to get me out and meeting people and active in the world. And all of that comes from just like picturing what you want your life to be and and then planning. I love that. You're holding yourself accountable for designing the life that you want because it can be so easy to fall into this victim mindset and I don't want to be annoying and like preachy or anything, but you really do have full control of getting yourself out of there. You know, you could, you could sit around and be like, why me? Why am I single? Why did I choose to have a baby? Why did I move away? Whatever your circumstances are. But if you, if you're like, you're not going to live a happy life if you're stuck in that place. Yeah. Be there, be there for like a month, two weeks, however long you need. Do the grieving and then like pull yourself out. Onwards. Onwards and upwards. There's so much, there's so much life out there. I love what you said about designing your life. That's a great way to think of it. This change that you're going through, whatever it is right now, is the catalyst to designing the life that you want. Yeah. Yeah. You can let it rock you or you can let it fucking roll, roll you. you down the hill. Yes. <laughs> Man, we should just really start inspirational. Do we just quotes? do inspirational like- t-shirts? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Would you guys watch, buy them? Watch this let space. <laughs> Anyways, on that note, a great place to start if you are redesigning your life would be falling in love with your life and yourself again. And a great Mm -hmm. way to do that is finding joy through the things that you love. The first thing that often goes is those little bits of yourself that aren't like compulsory, but that kind of made you who you are. You know, those are the things that you can lose. But it's so important to find joy and fulfillment in your life by doing those things that make you you and so hobbies are like the start of that and you can either go back to hobbies that you've always loved like I'm just getting way back into poetry it's been a part of my life since I could hold a pencil and then I just kind of lost it because I lost myself and now I'm like Mm -hmm. going on a poetry retreat in two weeks and I'm so excited I'm going to take this seriously because I'm passionate about this and then you can start new things like I was feeling really fucked up and lonely and just like destabilized and so I I joined a cult called Othership (laughs) and it's like this thing that you go and you do like a hot sauna like meditating in the sauna and breath work and then you go into like one of those ice cold plunge baths that are literally the temperature of like just before freezing and you almost pretty much die and then you go oh back God. into the sauna and it's this but everyone there is like a community and it's so cool I'm like this is a weird hobby but like take me to your leader I'm into it so <laughs> start new up. things rekindle old things yeah hobbies hobbies help you find life again I think it was coach Carrie was it coach Carrie that told us like if you don't know what you're into think back to what you love to do as a kid yeah so maybe that was like singing or dance or soccer or anything like that and I'm sure there's ways you can still incorporate that into your life as an adult like there's adult soccer leagues that you can oh, join yeah. called, I think they're called beer leagues where you just play with other adults and it's fun 100% um, I just pictured what I would be doing and it's like <laughs> I wonder if there's a club for making twig houses in the forest because that's <laughs> what I would be doing <laughs> Oh my god, I wish I knew you as a child. I, feel I like... didn't have 
friends. It's fine. <laughs> I would have been your friend. I, I, I loved totally the forest. The forest was my friend. <laughs> but forest bathing. There you go. Tap there into you what go. you loved as a kid. No wonder I like See? forest so much. Wow, this makes a lot of sense. Another thing you can do is make a list of things you're excited about as a result of these changes. Like try to find the positive in the situation because that's just going to get you so much more excited about what to look forward to. And having that list of positivity is just going to help as like, serve as little reminders throughout the day. Yeah, I feel like you've been doing that because obviously after moving across the country, you could be like kind of moping about how you miss your friends and your social life has obviously had to cut back a lot since you've moved. Yeah. Or you can focus on like, now I get to hike pretty much every day. And like, what are all it's the positives? The we have a house as opposed to like a condo. And so when you look at the positive list that have that has happened as a result of the change, like it's easier to move through it and embrace it. And that really comes to our next point, which is... You got to romanticize your life. And I know it's just a fucking annoying TikTok trend that everyone's like sick of all the audios of like, you have to romanticize your life. But no, you actually kind of do. But they're true. Especially when you're going through a big transition and you're feeling lost. I feel like I always focus on like the big monumental things. I'm not, I'm like anti-monotony. I'm not great at routine. I'm not great at any of these things. But really when I do cherish making, like doing my stupid milk foaming in the morning and adding all my powders and my cinnamon and making a delicious latte at home it becomes a ritual and it feels like so special it feels like I'm romanticizing my little morning routine and when you go for a walk if you're like looking around and noticing the beauty of the world and making this like your whatever your main character energy moment of like I'm out in the world and this is beautiful and romantic honestly like your life is made up of all of those little moments that's what that's what defines you, not these huge, huge events that I tend to to gravitate towards. So I I could not agree more with that. That honestly reminds me of Own It Babe, who we love and follow on Instagram. She's incredible. She posted this reel the other day that was like her realizing she had a baby, I think a year and a half ago, and she was realizing she's got these two lives that she's living. There's daytime her and her husband, which is their new life of them, you know, parenting, taking care of their daughter, doing the chores. barely you know interacting other than parent life and then there's nighttime slash old life when their daughter goes to bed and they get to cuddle and watch Netflix and like make dinner together and I think I was really like mourning that old life with Gabe and that we didn't have that special time together but now that Mia's sleeping through the night hallelujah I have this time with him again and like even last night he made us dinner and we sat down and he was like wait I'm gonna get a candle and like lit the candle and it was like romanticizing your life yes exactly to your point it's not always this these big epic momentous things and it comes back to like picturing who you want to be I think in this whole romanticizing your life because really my day-to-day actions don't reflect who I want to be my friend was talking to me on the phone the other day and I was spiraling really hard and she's like Jill you've got to leave the house first thing in the morning because I work from home and she's like and that will force you to put on real clothes to like mm-hmm. maybe put on a touch of makeup to leave the house she's like what are you wearing right now and it was like 3 p.m and I'm like mm-hmm. or towel I feel like she's like you're gonna wear the towel for the rest of the day if you don't go outside I'm like yeah you're right but when I picture who I want to be I want to feel good about myself and like I want to feel put together and I want to like not just eat out of the fucking pot when I make a nice meal. I want to plate it nicely and like light a candle and yeah. not feel like I have to to save my special moments for like when I have a partner or a date, like give them to myself. That's romanticizing your life, like giving it to you and Gabe and not just when you have guests over. Like that's yeah. a life well lived, I guess. 
Honestly, just talking about this makes me feel so much better. It makes me like even more clear on what I need to do to find myself. Oh my gosh, same. And I think that's that's leads us to our next point, which is perfect, to talk it out. Because like you just said, the second you voice how you're feeling, you are going to feel so much better. So whether that's talking to someone like your friends, your family, or therapy, it's all going to help make sense of this new phase that you're going through. Mm-hmm. I am doing all of the above now. I'm yes. 11 months into new new motherhood and I'm just starting to talk about how I'm feeling, but it's therapeutic and it's very helpful. So, so, so glad you are. And it also opens the doors for other people to relate to what you're going through and be like, hey, you're not alone. I've gone through something similar and maybe it's not the exact same thing, but they're also in a state of change and they're going through yeah. something with you. So you're, you're not alone in the trenches, which has been the, the biggest part of, of this for me. Yeah, yeah. And also like, it's not a burden. You need to let people be yeah. a part of the journey and so that they can understand what you're going through and understand who you're becoming or what these changes are. Because I feel like, especially amongst my friend group, what we always talk about is if you're not a part of someone's journey and they just like go from point A to Z and you don't know how they got there, you're just like, well, what the fuck happened to them? I don't understand. Like what's happening Hello? and who are, and is there room for me and what is our friendship and what is everything? Yeah. And that can apply, you know, not just to friends, to anyone in your life. But when you are bringing people along for that journey and and for your changes and letting them know how you're doing and what's going on. It's it's good for you, but it's also good for other people. You're totally right. I don't have a ton of new mom friends in my life. So I've also just been like curating who I follow on Instagram because mm. their content is really relatable and it really speaks to what I'm going through. Like own it, babe. It just all boils up to not feeling like you're alone in the change that you're going through. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, if all else fails and like you've done all of this and you're still just like, I still feel like a fucking blob after going through this change and I'm not <laughs> digging it. Shake things up and have something to seriously look forward to. That is what I do because I'm not good at a lot of the other things. I love shaking things up. I actually really, really love change. But when it's change that I didn't get to choose, I struggle. Like when it's just thrust upon me and I had no say Mm -hmm. in it. Whenever that happens, I usually plan an adventure or travel somewhere new. Hence me going to Morocco in like two weeks because (laughs) this is what I do. So (laughs) Big change. Everything's crazy. I'm flailing in the wind. Better book a trip. But obviously it does not need to be a trip. There's lots of other ways to shake things up. No, I love that. Just planning something to get excited about, whether it's a trip or like a party or a social engagement, just having something to look forward to really, Mm -hmm. really helps keep you going. And you can even change up the little things. If you're changing or you're trying to find yourself again and you feel like your style, your appearance, your house, whatever, it's not reflecting you and who you are anymore, change it up. That can be so freaking exciting. I'm trying to undergo like a bedroom makeover right now because my bedroom does not feel like a happy place for me and so that is going to I think reflect who I am and who I want to be in such a great way when I got laid off from my dream job I got bangs and she never looked back the bangs are here to stay (laughs) but like these bangs are brought to you by huge change and and sadness so (laughs) change what you need to reflect who you feel like you want to be and who you're becoming you look fabulous you rock those bangs there you have it we hope this episode helps you find yourself design your life and Mm -hmm. just become you again no matter what it is you've gone through because life is beautiful and we're not just being annoying by saying that it really is and you gotta embrace the season you're in a hundred percent go be you boo so there you have it guys thank you so much for listening 
If you like what you heard today, it would mean the world to us if you would subscribe and leave a comment or a rating. And we'd love it if you would share this with your friends by screenshotting the episode and sharing it on social by tagging at Teach Me How to Adult Podcast and DM us with any topics or guests you'd like to hear on the show. See you next time. Bye. Bye.